Hey authors, welcome back to another podcast episode. My name is Daria White. Thank you all so much for tuning in on today. Today, since I kind of gave you a glimpse into my Christian fiction novel that I am working on, I think I'm probably close to maybe 3,000 words. I'm still putting together the overall outline, but I have started writing. So if you haven't received your first two chapters, if you would like to go ahead and read a copy of Those We Love in Blue, the first two chapters as a teaser, you can go ahead and sign up for my newsletter. So the links are on my website. It's also on my social media platforms for you to click and it'll confirm whether or not you're on my list. But if you're not, it'll take you to where you can get on my list and you'll go ahead and receive those first two chapters. But today's episode is the other genre that I'm tapping into, cozy mystery. Now this genre, so far, I think my mind is being challenged in new ways that I've never thought before. And I'm not saying that I thought that I've arrived as a writer, but cozy mystery is really a puzzle. You're really creating your own puzzle of events that your sleuth has to solve. So I wasn't a fan of puzzles growing up. I liked them, but it wasn't something that I did every single day to where they got to be a habit of mine. So I liked puzzles, but this is a whole new ball game and I'm learning how to create a puzzle but at the same time I have to write it in a way to where my sleuth doesn't know what's going on and she is discovering clues to put the pieces of the puzzle together so it's a different level of being the creator and also the crime solver if you will so I've been looking up uh resources on what to do just getting some information and I found a helpful guide that I wanted to share with you all in case you're in the same boat and you are a cozy mystery writer or maybe you've been wanting to get into the genre but you don't know quite where to start as of yet there is a guide that I found on Amazon and I found it through a YouTube channel of a fellow author her name is Lisa Seifert you may know her as Lisa Latte that's her pen name for her cozy mystery but when she um, was giving tips to fellow authors uh, this book came up and this book is by Nancy J. Cohen and it's called Writing the Cozy Mystery. Now this book originally came out in 2014 but a new edition came out in 2018. She expanded it so if you're looking for tips on how and where to start then I do recommend this book. It really does um give some helpful helpful tips it's roughly about 18 chapters and this is I think it can go either way whether you're um, going to submit to a traditional publisher or if you're going to go independent and the chapters include defining the genre world building creating the sleuth a web of suspects heightening suspense solving the puzzle muddle in the middle romance and murder the grand finale series continuity organizational tools special considerations keeping a series fresh writing the smart synopsis mystery movies marketing tips final words so currently i've been bouncing back and forth between the chapters of solving the puzzle and muddle in the middle because again this is a brand new ball game for me and i haven't in a sense created a puzzle i've written plot twists before but with cozy mysteries, you're planning clues and there may be some red herrings. Red herrings are going to be your suspects that your reader thinks may be guilty, but you write them in such a way to where 
they mislead your reader. So a lot of misdirection here. You want to throw them off course. You may throw a clue that's actually going to lead to who the killer is, but you put it in in such a way that your reader doesn't notice. So you have to be subtle with it. So I'm learning how to be subtle. I'm learning how to give misdirection. I'm learning how to get with my uh, and construct my red herrings, but also creating my sleuth. And my sleuth for my cozy mystery series is Bianca Wallace. And Bianca Wallace is a single mom raising her teenage daughter. She's a work from home mom. She's come out of a divorce recently. So now she is on a mission to stand on her own two feet, raise her daughter on her own, but she's in this small town of Edenville. And I chose that name because I like it. <laughs> but because of that, um, Bianca finds herself getting into different situations. So she's not looking for trouble, but it just seems to find her. So I'm still putting her profile together in terms of her motivation as a character, what she wants, what's her wound, what has happened in her past that maybe is giving her that much more of a reason to get involved in these cases where she could just stay away like, hey, that's none of my business. But I love how Nancy puts it in the book. There has to be a personal reason for your sleuth to get involved. So it's not like they just woke up one day like, oh, I want to go solve a murder. No, it has to hit home. It has to hit them in a way to where they feel like, okay, I have to get involved. I have to help find out the truth. But I also love that in Cozy Mysteries, you're not so much focused on the crime itself. You do want to do your research, but it's not a crime fiction book. You're not doing crime procedures. You can have some knowledge of it, and I encourage you to do so but you're more focused on your sleuth in terms of her interviewing possible suspects she's just going about her day and maybe she learns some information through a conversation whether she hears it in a grocery store she may overhear something at the salon she may overhear something at I don't know maybe at the gym and she's on the treadmill but she hears you know some um, maybe she hears an argument in the background and she uses that and takes that in this information as she basically goes on her own investigation because the police in a sense they're going their own way but she has an instinct and they're not listening to her they may not regard her like look stay out of police business this is not your like this is not something you need to get involved in but sleuths just like hey I gotta find out who did this this hits close to home so those are the two chapters that I am focusing on solving the puzzle and muddle in the middle now with muddle in the middle this is for you not to have a saggy middle because we all know that sometimes when we get to the middle of our book it can kind of drag and kind of slow down so I love how Nancy has it to where there are certain things that you can do to keep your book exciting to where it doesn't feel like it is dragging and in cozy mysteries you may want to have another suspect in a sense get knocked off you may um, want to have a character disappear maybe they go missing maybe you can introduce a new character maybe you can resurrect a character who they thought was dead but now they're back and it's like whoa what happened so again I'm putting all of this together but I'm excited about it I'm excited to learn this new genre I'm excited to stretch my skills in different ways and I can't wait to get started and actually start writing it and I've been making some notes so far I've listed my suspects she uh, gave a recommendation of having at least maybe between seven and eight suspects some writers have less than that because they don't want to confuse readers so some may have three or four I think my sweet spot may be around five maybe between five and six or I may go as low as between uh, four and six so it just depends but you want to give every suspect a personal reason that's attached to the victim your first victim that shows up on uh, the scene that ends up being the victim of 
being murdered. So all of your suspects have to have it tied to that in some form. It may be a secret. It may be something that happened before and now it's all unraveling now and your sleuth finds out and like, whoa, like, okay, that happened. So it's a puzzle. It is a puzzle, but I think it's going to be great. And for it to be my first mystery novel, I think it's going to turn out pretty good. I honestly do. Now, again, I may not please everybody. That's not my job. I have been reading other cozy mysteries. Um, I do remember asking uh, you guys this time around last year because that was just me doing research. So now that I'm getting close to the end of my research, it's time to start writing my own. So, but I did read a recent one. Um, it was called Marigolds and Murder. I can't quite remember the name of the author. Let me see if I can look it up really quick. But the sleuth in her book, uh, basically, if I can find it real quick, let me see. Marigolds and Murder. I believe her last name was Lovett. It may be, let me see. Marigolds and Murder. But anyway, you can look up Marigolds and Murder if you want to check out the mystery series. But that sleuth in that book had a pet crow and a cat. And her niche, if you will, that helped her solve the murder was her sense of smell. She had a very high, keen sense of smell where she could distinguish spices. She could tell the difference with anything with her nose. And that comes in handy as she is working to solve the case. And it actually turned out pretty well. I did read some reviews. Some people thought it was boring. Some people thought it dragged. Some people just felt like, eh, it was all right. But, I mean, you never know. So if you guys want to check out Marigolds and Murder, then you can type that in. London Love It. Okay, London Love It, Marigolds and Murder. That's the first of her murder mystery series. And I think her mystery series with this one, Her Sleuth Lacey, it may be about 18 books. That's another thing. This is going to be a series. I don't know how long my series is going to last. So far, I have in mind about 12 books at least. But the more I um, am studying this in terms of researching, there may be 15 books. I'm not sure. I have kind of have some concepts to maybe add three more. But everything is going to build over time. So even with a cozy mystery, your character or your sleuth may not... Um, fully change at the end but at least by the end of the story there'll be some type of resolution to where she maybe sees herself in a different light than what she saw herself before so she may not have fully grown from her past there may be some there may still be some things that she needs to deal with but at the same time it's going to build into book two and then book three and so on so I just wanted to share that with you guys. So if any of you are fellow cozy mystery writers and you're looking for a guide to help out, I encourage you to check out Nancy J. Cohen's Writing the Cozy Mystery. This is the expanded second edition. So maybe you have the old one. Well, now you know she has an updated one. And you don't have to take all this advice verbatim. You can take it with a grain of salt. But I do think that you can find some helpful tips in here to help you as you construct your story to have a gripping, cozy mystery. I think the one thing that I desire from this book is I want people to say I could not put it down until I found out who the killer was. Oh my gosh, this book kept me on edge. Oh my gosh, this book had me so intrigued. I had to find out. So that's my goal with this. But it is just the first book, so I won't put too much pressure on myself. But... I think it's going to turn out pretty good. So thank you all so much for listening in. You guys have an awesome rest of your day. And remember, if you wrote a book, it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you. God bless. Stay safe. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.